What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up, G? It's Johnny King. G, I don't even know what G stands for, but it sounds good, right? What's up, G? <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. What is that song again? Let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good ways and the bad ways that may be. Is that how the lyrics go? I don't fucking remember. That was like from high school or something. Blast from the past. How much sex do you have? How much sex do you have? I have a lot of buddies. A lot of buddies. Some of them uh, have great sex lives. Most of them do not. Um, And of course, there's so many different ways to define what a good versus bad sex life is, right? I know a lot of my buddies who are married uh, don't have great sex lives. Some of them have amazing sex lives, and they have such great uh, chemistry and polarity and attraction, even though they've been with their wife 5, 10, 15 years. Um, and I know a lot of guys who are single, and a few of them have sex on a regular basis. Most do not. Did you know that there's 20% of men out there who are having 80% of the sex? (laughs) That just sounded funny. Of the sex. Uh, But it's true. That's that's roughly the statistics um, that are going on out there. And so a very, very small percentage of the population is having a very large percentage of all the sex. Uh, And it just got me thinking. I was having a conversation with my older bro uh, this past week during vacation between Christmas and the New Year's, and we were just talking about it. And we got into some, some, you know, some fascinating, you know, tangents here and there. Um, But it really comes down to value. It really comes down to value. How much value are you adding to someone else's life? And uh, it's interesting because the way that I see it is that women, um, or let's just say the feminine, because it doesn't have to be women, it could be men, it could be, you know, but let's just say whoever is really in their feminine, they are the gatekeepers to sexuality um, or sexual expression sex for that matter right they're the ones who allow or don't allow because how difficult is it to find a man who wants to have sex (laughs) right every hand goes up in the room um if there's you know 
uh, a poll being taken. How many guys here would like to have sex? And truth be told, if you were to say that to a to a room of women, probably most women would raise their hand too. Who's who's to say, right? I'm making that stuff up, but I I surmise that it would be. As I think as women get older, actually more in their 30s and they're more in their sexual prime, yeah, they're more like, you know, men men were in their teens or early 20s when they're they're horny and they're frustrated and and yet they don't uh, they don't all just give in to their their needs, right? But because they're the gatekeeper of sexual intimacy, whereas in men. Men are the gatekeepers to emotional intimacy. A lot of men don't uh, don't understand this and don't realize the power that they have. That if they were to open up and be authentic, vulnerable, transparent, if they were to really work on their inner game, if you will, to connect with someone of, you know, you know their attraction, so to speak, uh, someone of their attraction, someone that they're attracted to that that is really what oftentimes the feminine is seeking, but the masculine oftentimes is seeking more of that, you know, sexual intimacy, right? So having said that, it's, uh, I, I feel like the, the 20% of the masculine that are having 80% of the sexual relations, they're offering the value to the other in such a way that they they open themselves, literally and figuratively speaking, to them, right? Now I've heard this, and I and I heard this from my brother. He heard it from uh, a podcast or TikTok, I forget. Um, and we were talking about this this past weekend. And I thought it was it was actually pretty interesting because I've heard this thrown around before, where women are like, "Oh, it's so it's so it's such a du- double standard." You know, if a woman has sex, you know, uh, lots of sex, then she's a whore, but you know, labeled as a whore, and, and, and if a guy is having a lot of sex, then he's labeled as the man, or he's, you know, he's, uh, whatever, right? He's a, what's the word I'm thinking of? Who's the guy? <laughs> Casanova. <laughs> man, brain farts. And yet this person on the podcast said, no, 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 hold on, wait a second. He's talking to this woman who, who was on his podcast, and he's like, let me ask you this. If you have a key that can open multiple locks, what do you have? And she said, a master key. He's like, exactly. Now, if you have a lock that can be opened by all keys, what do you have? And she's like, uh, I don't know. He's like, you've got a shitty lock. <laughs> And that's kind of how it is, right? Oftentimes the feminine is the gatekeeper. They are the lock. It's not difficult, like I said earlier, to find someone who would be open to having sex with you, right? If you're a female, right? And yet, if you just give that away, then that is kind of a lock that can be opened by any key. Does that make sense? Whereas in the 80% of of the masculine or men who are not having sex often or regularly they don't have uh, the keys or the value 
or the presence or the ability to create a safe container, whatever, whatever words you want to throw into it to be able to open someone that they're interested to in, you know, to be able to share not only physical intimacy, let's be honest, but emotional intimacy, all the, the various ways that you would um, define intimacy. Because I think for a lot of guys, they they when I when I say intimacy, they they immediately think physical intimacy, right? So, like I've said before, I feel like even some a lot of my uh, my married buddies, they're like, man, I you know my wife, she withholds sex because she says like whenever I touch her, she knows that's all I want, and she's like she she ultimately wants to be touched, and to be. I guess just nurtured and supported and felt not only physically but emotionally in a way that that uh, that she feels safe and that she's not there just only to be touched when she believes that a transaction is desired if that makes sense right so that's why I feel like it's so important to know your partner's love languages right we all I mean I would imagine 99% of us uh, desire sex at some point in our lives, right? Or if not, most of our lives. And yet, if most of us aren't having sex on a regular basis, why is that? That's why I think it's also extremely important for you to dive into Miss Jaya's work, which I've talked about in, on uh, other podcasts, episodes here, about her sexual blueprints, which is all about kind of in the, in the bedroom, because you may not know exactly what your partner likes or how they like it. Or, you know, that's, that, that's a good example of what I was saying before where a woman feels like if she or a wife feels like if she when she's only touched by her husband once a week or once a month or, or never, maybe at this point, if she's withheld long enough. Uh, but that when he touches her, that's all she that's all he wants in that moment is sex then clearly there's a miscommunication and a block with his understanding of how to turn her on. Okay. So jump into that. Miss Jaya's blueprints. There's the, the sensual, the sexual, the energetic, the kinky, and the shapeshifter. Okay. It's kind of like love languages, but, but love languages in the bedroom specifically. Okay. So it's like, okay, you have your five love languages, your acts of service, your gifts, your quality time, your words of affirmation, physical touch, it's taking physical touch and diving in deeper, uh, no pun intended, <laughs> to understanding how and what goes on in the living room. Oh, in the living room. Shit. Yeah. In the living room, in the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the garage, at your local park, <laughs> in a bathroom, wherever you like to do it. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to say living room. But you know what I'm saying. It can happen in the living room, obviously. So... Having said that, I uh, I think it's worth diving into and understanding because, again, whether you're married, whether you're single, if you're not regularly having sex, it's because you're regularly not adding value, the value to which your significant other or a partner or someone that you're interested in wants or needs to then be drawn and attracted to wanting to have sex with you. Does that make sense? 
So, again, for all the, the, the feminine energy individuals out there, the women as well, you're the gatekeepers. And I think that's why a lot of women don't just give themselves away uh, left and right because that's too easy. You know, they, they want to be worthy. They want to be cherished. They want to be adored and respected, right? They don't want to be a shitty lock. And likewise, men, if you want it to, to essentially have a, a master key, like I said, whether you're in a relationship or you're single, if you want to be having a lot more sex in your relationship or out of your relationship, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, some people are into that. Polyamory. A lot of people are into that. Actually, as I say that, I think Denver, where I live, is one of the bigger swinging cities. I don't come across it, but I have come across a couple of my buddies who are into that. Teach their own. Not my thing, but it is what it is. I'm more of a mon- monogamous man. Uh, that said, worth worth diving into. Looking at uh, or asking the questions of those that you're interested in, like, what is it that allows them to feel safe enough or invested in enough for them to want to uh, put that option on the table? (laughs) There's so many fucking sexual innuendos with everything I'm saying. I'm, like, struggling to find the, you know what, I shouldn't resist. It just, it is what it is, right? Put it on the table. Put it on the couch. Put it on the kitchen floor. Whatever, wherever you want it, it's worth uh, looking into. And if it's if it's uh, a place where you're blocked and you're not getting ultimately what it is that you want, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that this episode opens you up a little bit more to understanding that like it's not because you're not attractive enough it's not because you're balding it's not because you've got a dad bod man there's 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 individuals out there that love all those things it probably has a lot more to do with your level of confidence your level of um you know your ability i should say your level of understanding or your ability to you know like i said create trust and safety such that someone would want to to open you know like I said I keep saying open up to but I, but I mean emotionally right <clears throat> open themselves to you and so I'm going to stop right there <laughs> because I've got too many uh, inappropriate jokes going on through my head so and I'm sure you did too that's just how guys work right fuck anyways hit me up if you have any uh, thoughts or questions or you want to um, kind of get into this topic more even hit me up shoot me dms emails all the good stuff we'll look forward to catching up with you on the next episode of the becoming kings podcast thank you for listening and go have some sex bro go get it talk to you soon later that's it for this one and i want to thank you for listening hey if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. 
And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.